This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, the world-famous Papa P dropping by to say hello to us. We always appreciate when we uh, we get to see him. Uh, one of our great listeners, Gordon, going back to certainly oh, when man, I started. Been, what has it been, Papa P, maybe 25 years? 20 years. There you go. Always hear him, uh, calls into the station all the time. Great supporter of us. Uh, we love Papa P. Came on by to see us. 10905 South Auto Mall Drive. Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. And we still have some uh, jazz gear to give away if you want to come by and take advantage of that. And, of course, it's their summer clearance event. All sorts of, uh, of great deals going on. Come on by and take advantage of it. We want to remind you of our friends at UVU. Fall enrollment for Utah Valley University is now open online at uvu.edu slash admissions. UVU, a place for you. Learn more with Scotty and Hans coming up tomorrow from noon to 3. All right, you want to you want to bring up what we were talking about off the air? You want to you want to raise that question to our listeners? I saw a story the other day, and it talked about a trend in uh, more modern times now where people are changing teams. Like teams they root for? Yes. And, you know, when you think about it, the players change teams. So why isn't it okay for fans to change teams? I think it is okay for fans to change. Oh, I thought you were one of those guys who said once you pick what your team is, when you're seven years old, you got to stick by it. Got to be a diehard? Isn't that, isn't that what you said? Uh, it's not necessarily what I've said because oh. that's not necessarily what I've uh, what I've done in my lifetime. Oh, really? You have swapped. You've gone jumped from one team to another. I've more gone from not having it or from having a team to not having a team. So just ignoring the team. Well, I grew up a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan for those. You know why? Because I inherited a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey from somewhere when I was a little kid. And that, so uh, that, that left an impression. Left an impression. I wanted to be a Steelers. I was a Steelers fan. And then, uh, honestly, uh, some stuff about Ben Roethlisberger rubbed me the wrong way. And okay. so I decided, I don't, I don't really want to root for that guy. So I don't really root for the Steelers anymore. So I'm now kind of a NFL free agent. I usually root for the teams that my, uh, my Virginia Tech Hokies go to play for. Yeah, okay. I like the Falcons there for a while. They had D'Angelo Hall and they had uh, Michael Vick. Well, that brings up a whole other question, whether that's appropriate. Why wouldn't that be appropriate? Because a lot of college fans do that. And just because they're a guy. And then once their guy isn't on that team anymore, then they're not a fan anymore. Papa B, you're a Giants fan growing up. Uh, Would you switch? What would it it take for you to become a Dodgers fan? Nothing. I would never. Never do it. Nothing. Never. Never. Have you ever thought about abandoning your Giants? No. No. But see, I, I so I, I get both sides of this. All right, I, I get the the emotional attachment that you get get for a team, especially you develop those feelings in your your adolescence right. and and that sort of thing. And like, I, I certainly I certainly understand that. But it's it doesn't mean that it's forever. If I don't like the direction that that things are going for whatever reason, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a I'm essentially I can do whatever I want. I don't have to be married to a team per se. Now I don't think that just because there's team a goes, lot of people who disagree with what you're saying. I, I get it, but I and I also don't think if if you go through some lean years, I mean I think that's to be expected. If you jump off the bandwagon after a lean year or two, maybe I'll I'll judge you a little bit. But like 
Like we worked with Kevin Graham forever, who was uh, uh, for some reason a Jets fan. Yeah, it came down when he, in his youth. It came down to either being a Jets fan or a Steelers fan. And boy, did he make the wrong choice. Right. So if if a team is going to constantly um, underperform or, uh, you know, leave you with dissatisfaction, why would you have to be married to that team for your entire life? Well, that's what I say. But a lot of people say, no, you can't be flipping around on this. You make your choice. You live with it. And I look at it more like, okay, there's a component to that, but there's also the component of you being a consumer, a customer, and you've got to keep the customer happy. And if, if a team doesn't earn its fans, then what, why, why should they be beholden to that or imprisoned by it for the rest of their lives? Right. And I think these franchises make a lot of money off of fan loyalty. That's we've talked about that before, where you know it's kind of the perfect business in that sense that uh, you get. I mean, how many people are as passionately connected to the brand of detergent that they use as they are to their sports teams? Yeah, it's and these, different. And these sports teams benefit from that mm-hmm. financially, mm-hmm. so the, you know that's an advantage to them. But it also you can fall into the well, you just take that for granted. The best example I can think of. Is that is the New York Knicks. Why on earth would anybody support that basketball team with the way that it's been operated over the last relevant for 25 years, 20 years, over the last 20 years, they've been, they've been mismanaged at every, every right. But going back to remember when they traded for Steve Francis and Stefan Marbury for some reason, and they paid him these crazy salaries to just lose. And they were just terrible. I mean, making bad decision after bad decision, yet the Madison Square Garden still sells out every single night, and James Dolan owns the second or third most valuable franchise in the entire NBA? Well, that's He's a, the, he has no motivation. That's, that's, that's because of the market. He's a, but, but you get what I'm saying. He has um, no motivation to get it right. He's still selling out that arena for ticket prices that are amongst the highest in the entire league. I mean, he doesn't have to be better because he doesn't feel the pinch. Let me ask that to our listeners, and you can do the uh, open mic. Should we do that? Let's is do it, it. Is it okay to switch teams? Is it is it okay to uh, to bail on 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 the team you've been rooting for since your childhood? Did you notice that Michael Lisa just came by and, and said hello to us? We're gonna have to uh, if Mike comes back, throw him that uh, that headset. Well, we might have to talk to Mike. Mike's looking good. Well, How about he's that? Been a good-looking guy. Uh, anyway, uh, I haven't seen Mike in a minute. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll have to throw Mike on the headset. I'm sorry, you just asked me a question. It's the same question. Is it okay? Is it okay to switch teams? Uh, yeah, uh, do the open mic uh, thing, and uh, we'll hear what you have to say. Because I, in my experience in having this conversation, it seems like there are people who absolutely believe that you have to stick with your team. Well, let me ask you this. And if, you're, and if you don't, then you're, you're not a worthy fan. Let me ask you this scenario, all right? I grew up, my family had uh, season tickets to the Charlotte Hornets' first year in existence. Talking a team with Ricky Green and Kelly Trapuca and Rex Chapman, Del Curry. Uh, who was the BYU player? Kite. He was on that team. Greg Kite? Greg Kite. So, uh, uh, Kurt so Rambis was on the team. By, but, but, by the time Ricky Green got to Charlotte, was he no longer the fastest, not quite the fastest of them all? No, he was, he was a little bit long in the tooth. People forget about that. That's how the Jazz made room for John Stockton as they let uh, Ricky Green go in the expansion draft. 
Well, wait a minute. Ricky Green and John Stockton were on the same team together. Right, but but remember John Stockton was behind Ricky Green right. for was it was one year. It might have been two. I thought so. But that's how the that's how the Ricky Green and the Jazz relationship parted ways. Okay. Was uh, was uh, the expansion draft? There were, th- I've said this before, but there were three former Jazz players on that initial Charlotte Hornets team. And so what we? What but anyway, my point being, okay, so I was a huge Charlotte Hornets fan. Even after I moved out here to Salt Lake City, I was still a, a big Charlotte Hornets fan, right? Uh-huh. Loved uh, uh, the Grandmama and Alonzo Mourning and even J.R. Smith, the hometown or. Uh, uh, um, J.R. Reed, excuse me, the hometown guy from, uh, from Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, big fan, right? Muggsy Bogues was my guy. But then they pick up and they move to New Orleans, and George Shin turns out to be one of the worst owners in sports. Why can't I remove my fandom from that? Absolutely crushed the city of Charlotte by moving that franchise for no good reason because he was just a mm, bad person. <laughs> oh, is that it? Okay. So why why should I not be able to say you know what I'm not a Hornets fan anymore? Which is exactly what I did. I was huge. I asked ask people ask people who knew me when I was coming of age. I would go to watch the Jazz pe- play the Hornets, and I would paint my face Charlotte Hornets colors. I mean, really? I was a rabid Charlotte Hornets wow. fan. But after they moved to New Orleans, nope, no more, no longer. A, so they moved and you moved. So is that is that okay? Can I renounce my f- my fanhood when that happens? Well, breaking up is hard to do. I mean, are Baltimore Colts fans? Uh, where did Baltimore go? Uh, Indianapolis. Indiana- oh, obviously yeah. Indianapolis. Uh-huh. Can uh, I don't think they're they're still Colts fans, right? Uh, yeah, I I, I, I probably not. So they, you're never they, the team turned its back. They went out. They remember they they uh, moved out in the middle of the night. So All you're you're not under contractual uh, contractual contractual obligation to be a fan of a team. I I'm think. telling you, a lot of people think that way. I I've always agreed with what you're saying, but a lot of people don't. Now college might be a t- tad bit different because you have more of an attachment. In yeah, but what if you went college? to a college and you ended up racking up a bunch of parking tickets and you walked away with a bitter taste, and you don't want to root for that team even though you went to school there. Well, I think you're you're misdirecting your anger a little bit, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm you could be just, mad at the was, parking department. I was, I was just sort of conjuring I something. It could be whatever it is. Our, for, for, okay, so what happens if you're a student at BYU and you get kicked out? You still have to be a Cougars fan. No. There's no reason you have to be a fan of anything. But but I see what you're saying. Devin tweets in, and thanks for tweeting, Devin. You can always tweet us at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, uh, at Austin Horton as well. He says, if you switch teams, you were, were you ever really a fan? Absolutely unacceptable. See, that's what I'm telling you. There are, I'll bet you at least half of our listeners, maybe more, side with that. Well, that's the – and I'm not saying Devin – Personally, but that's the type of fan that's still shelling out two grand a game to sit in Madison Square Garden to watch just sheer garbage. Yeah. So who's the joke on there? Yeah, I hear you. Now, now maybe I don't know if Devin's a fan of uh, of Utah or BYU. Uh, you know, but let's just say that they are. Those two programs over the past you know forty fifty years have had plenty of success. It's easy for for those fans to say, "Oh, you never switch." What? What is the, is it appropriate? Is it proper? 
under any circumstance for someone to have been either, let's say, a BYU fan, all during the Lavelle years. And, you know, they expanded the stadium, and there's all the excitement, and the national championship, and all that stuff. But then people get to the point where they just can't handle it anymore. Meanwhile, the Utes are up here playing Pac-12 competition week in and week out. Is it okay for that fan to say, I don't want to watch Wagner. I'm going to be a Ute fan. Is that okay? Now, this is a different conversation where we've had this conversation. In fact, we might have even been here when we had this conversation. It don't defect to the rival. Come on. You can't defect to the rival. Okay, so now you're making rules. You're saying it's okay to switch, but now you're... You're, you're, you're making rules for people in the switch. Okay, uh, fine. You're not legally obligated to, well, uh, to, to legal. stay away from the, the rival. But that, you know, that's, that's taking it a little too far. Well, why? Because you're here. If you're here and that's the other team and the other team is having uh, the better experience, providing the better experience for its fans, you're here. So you, you can just easily... Make the switch. You can do whatever. This is America, but I would I would think that most fans are not going to defect to the to the rival. Now I could see BYU fans if they're a little uh, they, you know uh, bent out of shape with what's going on at BYU and looking for something new. I could see them defecting to say USC or a Pac-12 rival of the Utes. That would make sense. But defecting to be a Ute fan, I don't know. But I'll, let me tell you this: as long as we're talking about the local game or the local teams. I covered during the four-win season. I went down there and covered BYU against San Jose State. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it. I've covered tons of games down at BYU, and I've never seen the stadium more empty than that. Don't blame the fans for one second. Why would you donate a Saturday to go watch that product so you're saying in a meaningless losing season? So you're saying it's okay to abandon temporarily but not to switch to the other guys who are right up the street for 40 miles and it's convenient to go there. One of our uh, listeners says, uh, he said, uh, apparently it's okay to switch teams since most Ute fans today were BYU fans when BYU dominated the series. See, I don't, I don't think that's the case though. And that's the argument we got in when we were here, by the way. She said Utah's fan base is swollen because BYU fans were defecting. Well, I, I would understand it if they are. I don't think that's happening. Oh, well, maybe a little bit. I, I think there's still just as many BYU fans as there's ever been. Now, maybe Utah's fan base has grown a little bit because of the, the success in the Pac-12 competition and all that. But I don't believe that Utah's taken a big sweaty bite out of BYU fans. Why? They've provided a better product. So? So, so why under under your logic that we already used in the other discussion? Why isn't that appropriate now? I no, I'm just telling you, I don't think it's happening. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not talking about what's appropriate. I'm telling you, I don't think that's happening. Hmm. I don't know whether it's happening or not. I mean, we're we're speaking in hypotheticals here. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you could find a case or two. Uh, you know, you, uh, you, you've talked about how a younger generation more has gravitated toward Utah because of recent history. I might be able to buy into that, but I don't think there are fewer BYU fans here today than there were 10 years ago. Uh, really? I think there's, Come on. I there, think there's, there has to be fewer. I think there's less energy amongst the fan base. So you think they've gone dormant? To a certain extent, yeah. But they haven't switched? No. Why do you, why 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 do you think they haven't switched? 
The exact thing we're talking about. What? Fans are loyal. Are they? They don't have to be, which was the premise of this conversation. But I think for the most part they are. Well, I don't. Right. I, I don't know. I think. I think if BYU went on a run this year, if somehow they were to come out of that schedule at the beginning four and zero. And all of a sudden, they're climbing the top 25, and there's people talking about how they have a chance to go undefeated because their schedule lightens up and on and on. I'm, by the way, before I get the emails and the text, I'm not saying that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm saying if that happened, you'd see that, that, uh, that stadium bursting at the seams again, and we'd just be flooded, inundated with BYU feedback. Okay, so Jeremy... He tweets in. He says, if your team is going through a rough patch for a couple of years, then changing teams is unacceptable. If your ownership is inept like the Knicks, then it's perfectly acceptable. So, I mean, but uh, uh, that doesn't fit our conversation as far as Utah and BYU goes. But if it's okay, if it's acceptable under certain circumstances, then wouldn't it be okay in – Maybe just slightly different circumstances. See, I, I totally get what he's saying right there. You, if you understand the nature of sports, you know that it's cyclical. You've got to, to turn over and rebuild yeah, at but, some point. Yeah, but BYU, there could be BYU fans out there that are looking that Utah got into Pac-12. And they've become extremely competitive in the Pac-12. BYU fans stumbling and bumbling around with independence and then really not living up to the challenge. I mean, it's been how long now? Nine years? Ten years? What's it been? Yeah, but it hasn't been the complete bottom of the barrel for BYU. And is, I'm that not giving permit- is, that, is that what it has to be? Because some people might look at it and say, okay, that program's not being run the way I would appreciate it being run. Right, and they have the right to, to do whatever they well, want. Well, that's, that's more than just a I, couple of seasons. But, but, what he's, but what he's saying, think about it from NBA perspective. Let's leave Utah and BYU behind for a second. Jazz fans, and I've said this in the past, I think were very patient during the rebuild. I thought attendance was actually remained pretty good. They averaged 15,000, 16,000 yeah. uh, fans a game, even uh-huh. during the kind of bottom of the barrel uh, part of, of the rebuild. I think fans are smart enough, especially around here, are smart enough to, to know what's going on and where they're at in the process. But if you're like the Knicks and you go on for 20 years, where does your patience run out? If you're patient for 20 years and mm-hmm. still pumping money into that system when it doesn't look to have any light at the end of the tunnel, switch away. But fans that, uh, you know, one season that uh, is a rebuild season that isn't terrific, maybe don't make the playoffs, and they're like, ah, that's it, I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Well, going back to BYU and Utah, Utah showed great leadership or luck, one or the other, however you want to look at it, if you're a BYU fan, getting into the Pac-12 and becoming competitive there. Meanwhile, what's BYU done in the meantime? Yeah, Bronco had some, uh, what, at least one 10-win season in Independence. He had multiple. And what else? I mean, but you can see when you compare the two, you go, okay, this program seems to be with it, and that program is lurching a bit. But then there's more the emotional connection to the university. Right. I'm not saying it's something that most people are going to do, but I can certainly see some people doing it. Just advocating for BYU fans to jump ship. I get it. It's fine. Well, I, I mean, either, I'm just telling either you, way, I don't think it's, it's just, it just happens to be those are the two local teams that we're talking about yeah, here. Uh, I get it. Uh, you know, if it were the other way around, when BYU was winning and Utah was getting crushed by them all the time, were there Ute fans that were leaning toward BYU, like this one t- uh, tweeter said? I think there are a lot more new Ute fans now than they were back in those days. 
I think the popularity of Utah football has grown, and I don't think that that's BYU fans defecting. I think that's won over Utah fans and plus new generations that didn't experience the 80s. Yeah. Well, real quick, I'll just read these real quick. Well, let's get to the reaction around the corner. Okay. We have plenty right. of time. We'll get to the, the reaction right around the corner. Stay tuned. want to remind you of our friends at U-Conference football. The 14U division will allow players the full high school experience. High school rules, unlimited weight, uh, real football. If you're tired of rec league competition, sign up today. UConferenceFootball.org. Let's compete. Let's play. We're live. Larry Chmiller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, right here in Sandy. Come pay us a visit. Uh, we still have some jazz gear left for you. Plus, check it out. It is their uh, summer uh, clearance event, not to mention the Summer of Jeep event. They've got a great non-commissioned sales staff, low-pressure environment, plus the best deals around. You can check them out, lhmdeals.com. Uh, don't forget they have over 12 acres of inventory, which means they've got something you're looking for. Check them out, 10905 South, Automall Drive. More straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake, you are totally justified in bailing on that mess. Anytime a team leaves, moves away, or changes ownership, that's the one time. That's your get-out-of-jail card for sure. Anybody's free to switch teams at any time, but when you do, you're going to lose all credibility with your friends and... If you switch to a team just because they're good, there's nothing rewarding in that. The reward comes in sticking with the team through good and bad. There are a lot of people out there that can switch teams. Uh, I'm not one of them. I've been a BYU fan my whole life, and I've desperately wanted to switch and try rooting for Utah or some other team, but it's just impossible for me. Being a sports fan is about whatever brings you enjoyment. If you have a reason to switch teams, and switch teams, as long as you're not just jumping on the bandwagon of whoever's winning at the moment. I was a big-time Sonics fan growing up in Washington, but when they moved to Oklahoma City, I moved on too. Fans can do what they want, but in my opinion, if you can't support them when they're bad, you can't support them when they're good. Tyrone Corbin days were bad, but hey, they were still my team. I never bandwagoned over to Golden State or anywhere else. Good See, reaction. Very on, good. On the open mic feature, you can always uh, download the Zone Sports Network app, go to the open mic and submit up to 15 seconds of audio, and uh, we'll play the good ones. Austin gets it back there at the control room. This is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, right here in Sandy, 10905 South, Automall Drive. Come on out and, uh, and see us. Some good reaction there. You want to get to uh, some of the reaction on, uh, on Twitter here, Gordon, yes. at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson? Yeah, Steven says, uh, BYU fans aren't switching. They are just quiet. I will never be a Utah fan, and my son will never be a Utah fan. The Ute fan base has grown with the Utah population. Lots of non-LDS people have moved here and root for Utah because they are good. Okay, a couple things. I agree with a lot of what he said there. But when he said, my son will never be a Utah fan, you don't know that. You can't control that. I hear people say that all the time, and I'm thinking, have you raised kids before? That's not like power steering. They're going to do what they're going to do. And if they decide they want to become a Utah fan, they will, then they let them do it. Well, I'm just guessing Steven's going to encourage his son to be a Cougar fan. Yeah, but you don't have final say. 
Uh, how about this? Chad tweets in. He says, Jake, you're one of my favorite guys on all the shows because I think you always keep it real. But if you don't think 40% of the current Utah fans didn't grow up, why fans? You're out of your mind. Still love you, though. Thanks, Chad. I, I appreciate the love. And I don't mind pe- people disagreeing with me. However, I think 40%. Come on. 40% I don't, I don't of the current Utah fan base defected from, uh, from being Y fans? I don't know. That's a big number, 40%. That is a lot. I think, I think Steven's more on the mark with the Utah population has grown. We've become more diverse. And probably some of that diversity gravitates towards Utah because of, of recent memory. And, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of Californians that move here to Salt Lake City and they grew up Pac-12 and in that whole world. And they probably gravitate up on the hill for that reason. And it wouldn't surprise me if younger kids are more apt to be Ute fans for, for the very same reason. Well, this whole idea, though, Jake, that you have to be LD. If you're LDS, you're going to be a BYU fan is a bunch of baloney. Is that what people are saying? Well, the one guy said that uh, people are moving here who aren't LDS, and that implies that if you're LDS. I know, I know so many LDS people who are huge Utah fans. I don't think that's what he's saying. I think if you move here and you're not LDS, you're probably more likely yeah, to be a so. Ute fan than you, you would be to be a BYU fan just because you don't have that right. that connection that is so much sure. what BYU is all okay. about. All right. Duly noted. Well, it's a, it's a fascinating conversation, one that is always interesting to me. And I'm not sure that we really know the answers, the correct ones. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bregan tweets in he says the 25 to 40 year old age has certainly seen a significant switch in team allegiance from that of their family huh. so saying that that age group is more contrarian or grew up just in a different era well i i just think it's generational stuff it, they're not always going to do it the way you did it you know i agree uh dr t wants to know who the covey's root for I don't know. I don't know either. That'd be an int- it probably like a lot of families around here goes right down to the individual, right? I had a uh I okay, I had a daughter who played tennis at Utah. I had a daughter that played tennis at Utah State, and I had a daughter who played tennis at BYU. One of my favorite things was to see my mother-in-law, who is a longtime BYU fan, have to put on the Utah shirt when she would go to Utah tennis matches and root for the Utes. And one of my absolute favorite ones was when Utah, the Utah tennis team, played BYU. She had to root for the Utes. Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. That was so much fun. I just loved looking at her and thinking, Okay, I know this must be painful for you, but you got to do what you got to do. Let's see here. uh, More uh, reaction coming in. Drew says, I think the issue lies in the bandwagon hoppers. If a person has identified as a Heat Lakers Warriors Lakers again fan in the past six or seven years, they're kind of a turd. Hashtag go jazz. Okay. (laughs) I could see if you're if you are truly a bandwagoner. I mean, if you're truly whatever, we used to te- tease uh, Dave Fox about this, whatever, that he'd wear in uh, the team's gear of whoever happened to win the most recent championship, you know? If you're truly, I think you open yourself up to some criticism. Well, if that's and why doing. do you think that is? To what do you attribute that? Is it the fact that 
people like to be – they like to associate themselves with winners. And so if their team is a winner, then they are somehow a winner. So they're in need of winning. I think it's more that uh, that person just likes rubbing it in everybody's face and that annoys everybody. No, that sounds like you, Jake. You're the one that likes to to always root against your friends' teams. I do like to root against my friends' teams. Because you're a hater. But isn't there some loyalty at least in that? What? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not jumping on a bandwagon because I. I'd like to, you know, say I won. I'm jumping on a bandwagon because I like to say you lost. And that's better somehow. In my mind, you're being true to yourself. <laughs> well, I'm not really claiming to root for those teams, other than I want to see the the Delaware Fighting Mudheads lose every game. <laughs> the Fighting Blue Hens. The Mud Hens are in Toledo. Well, I hope the, the I hope they go zero and ten. Okay. Even though I do have a, a Blue Hens shirt that I, I do wear. Do you ever wear it? Oh, uh, yeah. I wear it. It's nice. It's soft. Oh. Austin, do you ever wear your Blue Hens shirt? I wore it just the other day, in fact. Yes. Did you? What were you doing when you wore it? Uh, I was... I had Under just come car? home. No. Taking the carburetor yeah, out? Yeah, <laughs> actually, and by wore it, I mean I cut it into strips to change the oil with. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Tyson yeah, weighed in on this, saying apparently it's okay to switch teams since most Ute fans today were BYU fans when BYU dominated the series. See, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I do understand why people become Ute fans. I I think what's happened with that program has been absolutely attractive, scintillating, uh, and and worth rooting for. I get that completely. And so if you're the, – the Tribune did something with this. They were trying to figure out where the fan bases were, especially as it pertains to the rivalry and where that line is drawn. But it zigs and zags around because I, I understand why people – when you're a new generation coming up, you have to find your own way. You're going to do it just because mom, mom and dad did it. And a lot of those people, when when you are, when you don't have a strong reason to root one way or the other, and you're examining the two programs, why wouldn't you lean toward the Utes? They have a great stadium. They have a great program. They have a great conference to play in. You got USC, Washington, Stanford coming into your stadium. Week, and you're playing these teams week after week after week. I get that completely. You have something to root for as the season wears on. Now, what if you're like me and you like to root against everybody else, so you latch on to somebody else? Well, I'm... Well, Not the obvious choice. Yeah, I guess there's that, too. All right, let's see uh, some tweets coming in. Mitch says, come on, Jake, University of Utah fan established 2004. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see... Um, Richard, 45-year-old LDS Ute fan. I grew up in Idaho, only heard about BYU. Dad's still a huge Y fan. I changed when I went to school at Utah. Didn't grow up huge college football fan. All right. I think if you grow up a, a BYU fan and, and you go to Utah and you switch allegiance, that's fine. If you, if you attend the school, do you have to be a fan of the school? No. You don't? No. Is it, well, it's a whole lot more likely. It's a whole lot more likely, but I mean, if you're a, 
Name me a, well, BYU has a really good, what, uh, well, I know BYU has a really good law school. Hey, you want to get a, a good legal education, you're a Ute fan, and you go to BYU to, to go to law school. You don't you can, have to, you can, you don't you have to automatically be a okay, BYU fan. Okay, but what about fan. undergraduate? The same thing. I was, okay. I was just trying to think of a major I know that, that BYU is really good at. They have a great, BYU has a great communications department. They, Utah they're has, really good in accounting, aren't they? Uh, yeah, like, so if you, if you feel like you can better your life by going to BYU to get an accounting degree, and you're a Ute fan, that doesn't mean you have to switch to being BYU. That just makes you a smart student. Okay. But if you chose to, but if you chose to, good on you. Whatever. My son-in-law is a Utah fan, and he went. He got his MBA from BYU, but he's a U. And he loves expressing that to those in the family who are BYU fans. One in particular. And no, I'm not talking about me, folks, so don't even make that accusation. Well, that's what I assumed. No. Except for I know the you better because you're a Lobo guy. <laughs> of course I am. What else would I be? I, I know about your loyalty to the Lobos. That's fine. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, let's see. Cody tweets in. He says, you can only switch teams for a good reason, like family member that plays for another team, moving, scandals, attending that school, and things like that. Yeah, but see, that's where it gets real blurry. Because what is important to one person might not be important to another, and, and vice versa. And maybe that's why we shouldn't uh, think that we can tell people who to root for. Yeah, or what's appropriate or what's not. But it's fun to discuss it. It is fun to discuss it. I mean, I, I, I don't have any rules one way or the other. I think people should do it. I agree with what uh, the one texter said. Or the was it the uh, open mic? Sports is there to have fun. Why shouldn't you root for the team that makes you feel good, makes you have fun? Now, if you're flip-flopping around season by season, I get that. And all those Laker fans who suddenly were Warriors fans, that was kind of disgusting. And now we'll be back to Lakers fans, yeah, I'm sure. exactly. See, here we say we're not going to judge anybody, and then we just we, do, are. we go and do it. Yeah, according to whatever we <laughs> define. Right. All right, we're live. Larry Schmiller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram here in Sandy. Still have uh, some jazz gear left. If you want to come by and check it out, we'd be happy to hook you up. Uh, they also have uh, their summer clearance event going on uh, right now where deals are absolutely fantastic. I got to read this. This is, this is classic from Jake. He says, as a BYU fan, it is extremely hard to see all the fun that Utah football has. The teams they play, the way they compete, the swagger that the team has – it all makes you stare and wish you could go against all of your morals in order to defect. But you just can't. <laughs> exactly. Come on, you can. Go against your morals, please. All right. And what morals are involved here? More straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. The last time someone or a time where someone had a stake in your identity was blank. For like three, four weeks, Scotty's neighbor was swearing on his life that I was doing stand-up routines around town. It wasn't you, though. Turned out it was a guy named Austin Hortman, not Austin Horton. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did look like me, too. <laughs> 
I do worry though, Tony. A bald guy with a beard yeah. is gonna commit some heinous crime. They're gonna do a lineup. They're gonna call me in. Be like, that's the guy. That him right there. <laughs> and then you'll never hear from me again. We saw the Granny 7-Eleven surveillance film. We know that's you. Pixelate me. I could be anybody. <laughs> I have a very generic look. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I grew up in Utah County rooting for BYU, but then ended up going to school at Utah and now employed by the university. Am I okay defecting to the rival on that point, Jake? Yeah, Jake. <laughs> that was directed right at me, wasn't it? Uh, Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Listen, just to, just to establish this, we live in the United States of America. This is a free country. You can... You can spend your consumer dollar and support whom you would like. Yeah, but does he get the Jake Scott seal of approval? What does that matter? That's what he's asking. I don't need to give anybody uh, uh, approval to do whatever. They can do whatever. How? How? That's unlikely. Okay, let me let me let me say this. I'm thinking of a BYU fan out there who says, "Oh." Look, Utah's in the Pac-12 now. They're they're winning more games uh, than they used to. I'm just going to now be a Utah fan. I don't think that that person exists as as much as uh, some people would imply. Here, Mike, you, what are you doing? You want to talk? Mike Elisa is here. Here, throw on that headset or throw on that one, whichever one's closer. Let's ask uh, the former uh, running back for the Cougars. Mike, what's up, man? Not much. What a day. It's good to see you, buddy. Yeah. How are things? That was a pleasant surprise walking in and seeing you, boys. What are yeah, you doing? Right. You got your car uh, getting worked on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a, a Jeep. I was going to get the bed sprayed and, oh, and get right. the window tinted. Oh, so, very nice. Yeah, I'm excited. So you got a pickup? Yeah, well, yeah, one of those, those Jeep pickups. These are real, man. Those are cool. Aren't those a hot item right now? Yeah, yeah. Just came out. That's well, it's Mike, man. He's he's yeah. he's up to date with <laughs> everything he's that's got the a latest. Certain thing he's got. Yeah, that's uh, what that's what he does. Uh, all right. Got to compensate with the cool car for not being like that cool. Oh come on now. That's like when I when I bought my first car. My dad said, "Anybody who's as ugly as you are needs a car like that." <laughs> what was your first car? I don't know. It was Firebird. <laughs> You opened this door. I kind of did, didn't I? Yeah, he was kidding when he said it. And I think. the car was? It was a Trans Am. Yes. Mike, wow. can you see Gordon rolling a Trans Am? You were rolling. <laughs> wow. Did you have like the? Did you have long hair at the time I, too? Uh, no. I did when I was in high school, but this was later. I have a nice car. He had a nice car back then, <laughs> apparently. Uh, all right, so how do you want to how do you want to pose this to Mike here? Okay, so Mike, we've been talking about people who change allegiances from one team to another, whether it's basketball or football, or whether it's pro or whether it's college. Under what circumstances would it be okay for someone who used to root for either Utah or BYU to switch to the other side? Under what which circumstances? Yeah. Oh, I mean. Is that okay? <laughs> okay, so I understand the question. Yeah, so, so if, for example, BYU isn't, they haven't been so hot in the past years. Or well, for whatever reason. Like they used reason. to be back in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, people are starting to root for Utah. Yeah. Is that, does that make them a traitor? Is that, that acceptable? Is that, is that acceptable? Yeah. Is it okay? 
as long as it's not my team they're switching away from. <laughs> all, then they can do what they want. Yeah, they're switching from Utah to BYU. That's totally acceptable. Yeah, yeah good on you. See? <laughs> but, okay, so, so you're from around here. You're familiar with everything. It has – okay, Utah, there's no, no doubt that Utah's support has swelled, right? There yes. are more Utah fans today than there were in – 2000. Yes. I, I don't think there's Fact. a whole lot of arguing yeah. that. Do you think that that's just because there are more people in the Valley, maybe more people growing up Ute fans, or do you think that's because the BYU fans have defected? Ooh, I don't think BYU... Uh, actually, I, I know a few guys who, who grew up BYU fans and now say, I just cheer for you, like the state of Utah. Ah, they go that way. Yeah. They couch it that direction. So they haven't gone completely red. Yeah, so like they have pictures in their photo album on their phone of them wearing a red shirt, but they won't post it on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you this, though. I still remember at the Fiesta Bowl, way back, but PK and I were walking through the concourse down there, and we ran into a bunch of people who were all decked out in red. They looked like perfect Utah fans. And PK turns to me and says, yeah, I know those families. They're BYU fans. Not that day. Hmm. Not that day. So, what, what, a temporary defection? Uh, Is that acceptable? I don't know. It's rough. <laughs> hey, that, while, that hurts my heart. While we've got you, quick, uh, quick take on uh, what's coming up for, for the Cougs. Brutus schedule at the beginning, but Zach, Zach Wilson, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of enthusiasm oh, surrounding yeah. that. Is he going to be okay with that shoulder, though? Oh, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, your guess is good, as yeah. good as mine. We've Nobody seen him really throw knows. online a few times, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. A few and videos what he can't out do there. with his arm, he can do with his legs. Oh. Yeah, I'm optimistic. And, uh, yeah, those first four games are going to be are gonna be fun to watch. Hopefully they're fun to watch. Um, yeah, I'm just excited about young QB. A lot of, a lot of possibilities out there. So. Well, they they bolstered that running back position too with some yeah. transfers. So we might That's see right. we yeah. might see some Michaelisa like talent down there. Oh, I watched that guy from South Carolina. Yeah, his, I was looking at his YouTube highlights. He was he's a baller. Mike, who's the best player in the state? Do you have an opinion on that? Or oh no, to, no, I don't. I mean, okay. did vote in the old sixty and sixty for Scotty and Hans this year? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a cougar. I'll say that. My vote was not BYU. No, it would be a Ute, and, and the best quarterback in the state is up in Logan. Is an Aggie. Yeah. Well, hey, Mike, it's great to see you, dude. This is uh, this was a nice coincidence. Yeah. I mean, I was having like a good day already. This made it a great I'm day. I'm going to have to check out your ride because I heard those are tough to come by. They they have been. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching them, and, and they're like limited release, so like the prices have been high. What's finally, that thing called? Finally, is it Gladiator stopped. or something? What's yeah. it called? Yeah, Jeep yeah. Gladiator. All right. Well, sweet. Yep. Well, listen, uh, we want to hear from you this, uh, this football season, man. Uh, make sure you uh, oh, make that. some time for us. I'd be you? honored. I'm honored now. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I feel like a million bucks right now. The great uh, Mike Elisa. Me. It's great to see you, buddy. <laughs> Good to see Thanks, you, too. Mike. All right. Well, more Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. A lot of times people will ask me if you wouldn't have been a professional football player, if you wouldn't have been a radio analyst, what would you have been? I always tell them a paleontologist. <laughs> I, We've done shows for a long time. You've never, ever mentioned that ever. I know. Paleontology? What? Maybe if you showed more I interest was, in the things I'm interested in. Was it just in? because of Laura Dern in Jurassic Park? Because you say that, then I'm like, okay, I got you. You know, Sam Neill was never right for her. Now, Dr. Hans. Dr. Hans. <laughs> Girl, nature always finds a way. I don't know how you guys take my dreams and just crumple them up like a piece of paper and throw it right back in my face. Oh, man. 
Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, and Gordon, uh, we want to say a big thanks to our friends here, Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. They are the best. They were gracious hosts as usual. Yeah, no doubt. Always just a terrific car store. I've always liked coming here. I've been a customer here a number of times. And, uh, yeah, they always treat us right and probably treat everybody else right, too. You know, uh, Gordon, we uh, we talked a lot about uh, uh, basketball today, but we really got into some college football. That was fun. Yeah, we did. Uh, I'm not sure that we solved anything, but we did uh, bat it about. We did bat it about. I don't think we ever solve anything, do we? Probably not. Oh, well, sometimes we do. When? Well, world peace. We oh, that whole we thing. Did that. We hammered that out. Yeah. But uh, happy birthday to Sadie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going out to uh, going out to dinner with my two year old after the show, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. You know, I love the enthusiasm I hear out of you and Austin when it comes to the little one, uh, because uh, you know after you've raised your kids and now they're adults, uh, it's it's fun to look back and of and think about those years when. Uh, when I was going through what you guys are going through, and I mean that in a, in a good way, and sometimes it's it's a challenge, but it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, it's no a, doubt about it. It's a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her light up when she opens presents and all that sort of stuff. So good times. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it, man. You should cherish every minute of it. Because believe me, you're going to turn around twice and she's going to be kissing you on the cheek and saying, see, I'm on my way to college. It's already going by fast, man. Yep. I believe it. Yep. I hear it just gets even faster. Uh, all right. Well, uh, big thanks uh, to Dave Southhorn from The Athletic, who covers Boise State football, for joining the show today. Big thanks to Brian Taylor as well. Thanks to Austin Horton, executive producer of The Big Show. And thanks to you, Gordon. And thanks to you, Jake. And thanks to all our listeners. Uh, not just the ones who, who came by today, because that's the best thing. It's one of the f- most fun things about these remotes is meeting our listeners. But all y'all out there couldn't do it without you. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.